are back again for another week at the Barbershop post-All-Star Game Edition. I am your host, Mark Gray, joined by my man, live via satellite, DeMar Johnson. How you doing today, brother? Good, fam's going on. How's that weather out there in Cincy? Been feeling good, man. 60s, 70s. So you got the same crazy weather we're having over here. Yes, sir. And then the man behind the scenes, the man who makes everything happen. A1, how you doing today, brother? Great, glad to be here for another week. Yes, yes, yes. So much to talk about. So much sports post All Star game. Uh, we got basketball. Got a little bit of football news. So much stuff to talk about. Um, it's a pretty disappointing All Star game, at least in my eyes. Um, let me ask you this from a player's perspective. I, I mean, you weren't fortunate enough to be named to an All Star team or anything like that, but you played along plenty of All Star players and whatever. Not just as a whole. In your generation, what what did you what did you guys think of All Star Weekend? Like, you know, was it something cool to be a part of? You know, what, what was your thoughts of it while you were playing? Um, few. Well, it was a break. First of all, a break from practice, a break from games, for you to you know have a few days off that you can really just do what you want to do. Um. And certain guys, they, they use that time in different ways. Some guys wanted to go on vacation. Some guys wanted to go to All-Star Weekend and be a part of all the festivities going on there. Um, and the guys, the guys who play, I mean, the guys who have been to All-Star year after year after year, for them, it, it, sometimes it becomes like almost a burden. Like, you know, I, I play a lot of minutes and, I want to rest, really, but I got to go to All-Star Weekend. I got to do all these, you know, all the media stuff, and I got to, you know, practice and play another game. So I really don't get that time off like other guys get. Right. So when you're watching the game now, right, and now it's become a full-fledged, I don't even know what the hell that was we just saw this weekend. I mean, what what do you think of that? And how do we get here? I wish wish it it was more competitive. And, and they tried, they tried harder. Um, it's going to be hard to really go out there and ask them to go super hard. Cause, you know, God forbid anybody gets hurt in that game. You know, they might scrap the whole game. Mm-hmm. You know, the big, a big enough name gets hurt in that, in that game. So, um, I wish they play at least, you know, how they used to do, you know, they might be us around for two and a half quarters. And then once, once it get down to the end, especially the fourth quarter. Then you start to kind of, you know, lock in and, and really try to win the game. Because, I mean, the thing is, is like you watch it, right? And join, join the weekend, they played consecutively all these old all-star games, right? And I'm watching them. And Mike and Isaiah, Magic and da-da-da. It was a good amount of clowning. But came mm-hmm. fourth quarter, it was mm-hmm. pride on the line. And then I saw the interviews with guys and they were saying, you know, Isaiah was like, you, you know, we used to pump the young guys. And, you know, you had to prove that you was going to be that you deserve to be at that all-star game. And it, it, there was a pride thing. And they, sh- I think it was the 87 one they showed that one in the overtime or whatever the case may have been. And, mm-hmm. you know, Wooldridge at the line with the free throws on the thing and Mike talking Black- trash. Blackman. Black- yeah, what I say? Um, well, well, yeah, sorry. Wardens. Orlando Blackman. Sorry, yes, Blackman. Mm-hmm. So you saw the same thing. And he's concentrating. Yeah. And then Mike's talking trash and da-da-da-da and, and all of that. And he's like, and you Tom know. Tom Chambers was a was – a, he was a – a reserve and end up getting MVP. Yeah, and John Chambers and ended up with the game replace, on the line. He was, he was a replace. He had to replace him. Yeah, and and you know, like that that's kind of cool. And over the last couple of years, I mean, I, I remember Mike's last game where you know 
they were trying to hand him the MVP. You know, everybody gave him his last four shots, but they gave him the ISO. But Kobe deed him up. Sean Merriman deed him up. Uh, a couple of other people, you know, remember it was like three, they gave him like four shots at it. But nobody, they, all four of those guys went slam at Mike, you know what I'm saying? And, and was like, you know, you're going to earn this bucket. And even when you go back to that one where Magic played and Magic hit that one last shot, like they were digging him up. Yeah, you, you know what I mean, and it was like it was pride in this. I mean, it got and to even the point- one more recent than that, the one where 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 Kobe was really trying to, you know, lock up on LeBron, and he was and LeBron passed the ball off, and Kobe like, man, you got to take that. What yeah, you doing? right. He passed the ball, and Melo comes over and is like, dude, if you don't want to shoot it, give it to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. you got to shoot that. Like, you you, you got to shoot that. And I remember, yeah. and you saw LeBron's face. He was like, damn. I should have shot that. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was that was that was awesome in itself because you really got. Uh, I remember that, and they were all mic'd up, and you got a look into all three of their personalities, and that mm-hmm. right there is like you know you never want to overanalyze things, but it was like real life footage of what their different personalities were. You know, Kobe's like, dude, what are you doing? Melo's like, yo, you got to shoot that one, and Bron's like, damn, I should have shot that, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like that. That's the kind of stuff you got during All Star Weekends, and. You know, now we still have guys like I know Russell Westbrook got something to prove. You, you know, I, I know <laughs> he's Isaiah, not out there playing around with yeah, him at yeah. all. Yeah, I, I know Isaiah Thomas. I watched Isaiah Thomas this year and last year playing really hard, and he almost looks frustrated. Like, yo, why doesn't anybody want to play? You, you know what I mean? And Isaiah Thomas is, I, I'm sure, a guy who won. The difference between one is the weirdest thing. I, I I went and looked up Isaiah's numbers the other day. Had no idea he's 28. It just seems like he's so much younger and whatever the case may be. And then it's like, wow, I guess he actually has been in this league for a while. And he obviously probably played four years of college and whatever. And that. So, I, you know, so you, you, you get a guy like, uh, Isaiah Thomas who's been in this league. And, you know, he was just barely got drafted, you know, been on the bench, been on the bench. And he gets here to this game and, you know, he's not taking it for granted. He don't know if this is his only all-star game or next year or whatever the case may be. And he wants the chance to play with these guys on this stage and nobody's playing basketball. I mean, to the point where I get Steph Curry's joke about laying down, but it was like, while it was, you know, funny, it also kind of was like a double mockery. Like, you really right. are just laying down. You know, and I, I can see if Dwight Howard's coming down the lane and you lay down. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing Steph Curry can do about that, but he just right. laid down in the middle of the court for no reason. Well, he couldn't, and something like that, it's best to get out the way. In a yeah, that's not lay down. <laughs> I mean, no, nah, that was that was just that was just being funny, right? I mean, it's so yeah. you watching the game, and I mean, I don't know. My kids, I asked them if they enjoyed it, you know, because you know, because we're also getting to the point now, DJ, where I don't know if it happens to you, you catch yourself realizing that we're old. We say things yeah. that like your parents used to say, you know what I mean? Like that's just not good basketball, or that's not good music, you know what I mean? Like so, you get to that point. So I asked my kids, you know, you, you guys interested? In, they were like loosely, <laughs> you know, like. My, they thought it was cool that, you know, a guy could shoot from that far. And that, that's the one thing I will say that is most impressive to me. And I've had the privilege of watching you. And I remember me and you had these conversations when you were in Tennessee. Like, it, for, for a lay person who doesn't play basketball, to realize how skilled yourself and these professional basketball players are is, is amazing to see. You know, to see LeBron, who's not even a good shooter, shoot from two to three feet inside a half court with ease. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mean? and, and I remember in Tennessee just watching you just two sheet two feet in, pull up from half court like it's nothing. And it's like that to me is amazing. You know, it's amazing you can do that. James Harden threw an alley oop from the other side of the court and it went in. 
You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like that that type of stuff is amazing. But I mean, you can do some of that with defense as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Steph Curry can put on a show. Shooting and be, I mean, you can still give him some defense. This, just the complete lack of trying at all, even all the way down to the end, was just kind of whack. The um, people are making a lot out of the dunk contest disappointment. I feel like we got a great show last year, and I just don't. I think are those days of every single year the dunk contest being amazing. Like that's pretty damn hard to do. Yeah, I've been gave up on the dunk contest. I, I um. I really look forward to the three point contest more than anything now mm-hmm. on All Star Weekend. Um, but last year, last year's dunk contest, it, it, it was so good. It, it made me, it kind of pulled me in a little more. See, I mean, I guess it's hard to expect that year after year, but I mean, I mostly look forward to the three point contest, honestly. I think, and you, you'll probably be like me on this one. I think that based on what we've gotten for the, about a, a decade now, our expectations for the dunk contest is so low, so that last year when it happened, it was like, wow, that was amazing. Because we weren't, it was just like you good. said, last year's was just really good. It was really good. And you weren't expecting anything. You know what I mean? Like you just really didn't care. You know, and it was just like, whoa, the dunk contest is back. And so it's like now you go into this year, and it's like, uh, first of all, you got a handful of guys that are essentially, if you eliminate the dunk contest, Aaron Gordon is nobody. Um the other guy got to this play. Slightly more NBA minutes than I have. Um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then DeAndre Jordan, which nobody wants to see, and, and then Robinson. You know what I mean? So it's like, you really don't have the top names involved, but you say, okay, let's, let's tune in for this. And it's, it's, it really is hard. You know what I mean? Like the, the, what we expect, you know, people say, oh, this is, you know, weak. Like, I don't think people understand how hard those things are that they're doing and how amazing it is, but it, it was just a dud all the way around. Yeah. And the three point contest, because of the way the game is now, I think that has the potential to be great. And I think that it's not even reached its potential, but you have to have, just like the dunk contest, you have to have the names there. You, I you mean, I, what we want to see, let's be honest. We want to see Stephen Clay, JJ, yes. Kyle, yeah. Kyle Corver, and, you know, and then for, 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 to, to add a little flavor to it and something that would go uncharted and it would work. Reggie and Ray can still shoot. You know, like that, that'd be, people would, I would, I would tune in to watch Reggie and Ray and Steph and, uh, Steve Curry. That wouldn't be fair though. I no, mean, no, no. Ray, Ray more so. Ray always keeps himself in shape. Ray's, Ray's fresh out, out of, um, out of the league. Mm-hmm. But it actually, it actually takes being in, in being shape in to get that many shots off. To get them shots off. Right. It's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not necessarily saying that they need to shoot against them, but like a little senior circuit three point contest would like because I mean that'd be entertaining. I'd love to see them shoot. I I would tune in every year to watch Ray and Reggie go back to back at it. You, you know what I mean? I, I mean yeah, I definitely watch it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just think it's unfair for Ray. I mean, not for Ray for Reggie. Reggie looks even skinnier than he did when he was playing. <laughs> they, they they did a little contest that and Reggie ain't. You know, I seen them make one of those threes, and they was trying to raise money for um for the Chris Sager stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've seen video. I've seen video of um of Reggie shooting in the TNT stuff, and he didn't miss much. He didn't right. miss much. I mean, they grabbed yeah. Steph in that thing, and I don't think Steph made one shot uh either in the little Craig Sager thing, which was, was awesome. Hit. Steph's is from half, half court. court. Yeah, Reggie's three point line. Yeah, that was awesome. That that now that might have been the best part of the the thing. Like that that was pretty cool. But for the three point contest, 
Bring those boys out. Bring bring, bring those those big three point shooters out. Let let's let them go at it year in and year out. The dunk contest, you know, every year somebody has an idea how to fix it, and you know, it often includes those professional dunkers. To which, man, you agreed on the show. Like that's not fair to the NBA player. If I'm an NBA player, why the hell would I sign up to challenge a guy who dunks nine hours a day? Nah. <laughs> like, how can I, I possibly top that? Nah, I don't like that. Like, I mean, the guy, for all intents and purposes, probably has the same vertical, if not a higher vertical than you, and he practices dunks nine hours a day while you're playing basketball and, you know, focusing on other things. That, like, Absolutely. That, that that doesn't sound like a... Uh, and these a, dudes probably can't make a layup. Oh, yeah, they don't have to. All they have to worry about is dunking. Yeah. You, you know, so what we got over there? Well, I see a whole bunch of things going on over there. I see a few of them. What you? Uh, I see my man Joe Burr. He was he was um. Joe Burr, what's up, bro? Congratulate me on the coaching job. I appreciate it, brother. What's up, Joe Burr? Hey, Joe Burr, you seen his son? Nice, nice. Woo! Wow, can't play with my boys. That day, I think he's the same <laughs> age too. Joe Burr, I seen that footage of your son. You can put it, uh, the link in there if you guys haven't seen it. It was crazy. Which I mean, I don't. He's somehow ranked. I don't know what the hell that's about. He's ranked in like under 10 or something like that, or 10 years old, which is like, I don't know why the hell there's rankings for that age, but he posted, Bird had a, a video clip of his son playing, and the boy is nice. The boy is, it's crazy how early these kids are doing, and if you were to see the stuff that these kids are doing at 10, DJ, I know yourself said you didn't even play organized basketball until, what was it, 8th grade or something like that. Yeah. You know, and that and that and that's that's uh crazy. You know what, why would, take that segue right in there, and there's an article that was shared, and people were asking me to us to speak about it, and I'm sure that what they want to hear is your comments, is that um, KG came out, and I think it was either today or yesterday, and said that AAU is killing the NBA. Did you see that? Uh, I, I, seen, I seen that quote. Okay. I didn't read the article. I didn't okay. read what he's, okay. everything else. So um, just the thought that you know these coaches aren't coaching the game of basketball, and one, they don't really have the opportunity to. And two, that they're just not, and that that's the era that these kids are coming up in. Whereas though, your high school coach doesn't coach you; it's all about your AAU program. And I don't need to go into the detail. You know the AAU circuit, and you know the ins and outs and how it works. Your thoughts on how AAU is affecting the NBA's game today? I don't know how it's affecting the NBA's game. Um, for for since I've you know since I came out of high school. And a little before, like the Kobe years and all that, AU has been more more important, really, than your high school team. Right. Uh, and 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 you're not playing in AAU ball. You, I mean, you're not playing. You're not running a whole lot of plays. You're you're not playing. Some teams do more than others, but what you're doing is is you're playing against the best players in the country, and you're going to these camps and you're competing against the best players, and and they. The scouts, they want to see you compete against the best players. I mean, you got, if you, if everybody just stayed and just played AAU at their high school, in their high school from their neighborhood, you got these kids that are just way better than everybody else in their neighborhood, then they'll be averaging 50 playing against nobody. And I, and I know myself, I personally wanted to play against the other ranked players, the players that were, that were the best in my class or in the class Ahead of me or below me or whoever, I wanted to play against the best players. So I always thought AU was um was great for me. It gives, it gives me a chance to travel. I ain't I never never been on the planes and stuff before, and see other cities and play ball and just you know kind of get used to 
the life that's going to, you know, be, be ahead of me. Um, I don't know how that kills, you know, the NBA because even when you go back to your high school team, well, if you go to college, you still got to get coached. I mean, when you go to the NBA from any kind of high school, whether you play AAU or not, you still got to get coached up. High school coaches don't, don't know, you know, the stuff that NBA coaches know. I mean, most of them anyway, unless you're an ex-NBA player that's coaching high school. And that's, and that's not, it's not many of those. But, um, I, I don't agree with it. So, so you're, so you're, you're pro, um, AAU. Or you don't have a problem with AAU, I To an extent. I mean, now, now it's so different than it was before. It's such a business now where, um, where, I mean, now, so many parents are involved. Like you say, you ranking ten year olds, and um, I seen I seen a kid a kid a few years ago. He's like eleven, and he got cameras following around him the whole day. You know, he got to win two knee braces, ice on his knees after the game, and I, I thought it was ridiculous. He took every shot. I thought it was <laughs> that situation was kind of ridiculous. I mean, the kid could play, but. Even other kids on the team was looking like, are you really going to keep letting them do this? They wasn't walking back on defense. Now, I, I've never been in a situation like that where I, I've seen that me playing with that particular instance was, was, was a little crazy for me. But overall, I would think you want to play against the best competition and, and that's in AAU. Yeah, I, I, I see, I agree. I see both sides of it. And now you represent the 1%, obviously. You know what I mean? Obviously. So from your standpoint, when you say to yourself, like your freshman year, you're playing or barely playing, you know, you're coming off the bench at a local high school versus mm-hmm. AAU gives you a prospect to, you know, three years later, they're asking you if you're going to go from your junior year straight to the NBA. So and that not three years later, I've that like, like that, that next summer, like I'm, I'm my freshman year, I'm at Parkdale, which is my local high school. Um, I came off the bench, um, play AAU. And the guy and who started ahead of you was not even good. Tremaine Rose, shout out. Not- <laughs> well, I wasn't even playing, but I told he he always say I'm playing behind. I played behind him, but I didn't. Uh, Thanks for the uh, better story. <laughs> white, a white guy named named Tim started started in front of me. Okay. I mean, he's a senior, but but go ahead. That's just our personal oh, joke. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. So. That next summer, I played. We went, we played a tournament. I, we won the tournament. And now they're asking me about coming out of high school. I'm like, whoa, you know, I, mean, I haven't even had my sophomore year yet. And and that that just kind of happened overnight. And that was because of AAU going to a camp where um I'm best underclassman there as a, as a sophomore. And you know now Sonny Bacurl and they they're like this the next one. And you know that wasn't because of you know what I did in my high school team. Right, I I hear you, I I hear you. So I mean, I, I feel like there's two sides of that coin. Now I do I do feel like there's a um a little bit of a downside in terms of AAU basketball and what we're seeing on the product. I don't I think all the way around, it's just a change, and and it and it kind of gets back to let's say what we were just talking about a, a while ago, where we just start saying things that makes you sound old. You know what I mean? Like in my day, we didn't have this. You just played da 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 da, and and you know, and part of it is. It's just that. It's just the old man get off my lawn. The way we did it in my day was better. You See know? now it's it's just so oversaturated. When when I played, it was around in, in the area three or four teams. Now it's probably three or four hundred teams, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's just so oversaturated now. You got YouTube, and you know everybody. I wish I had I wish I had highlight videos of my stuff back then, but I mean. 
you got these kids, they got these these YouTube videos and, and they feel like that's 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 what it's all about, really. I never I never thought about that stuff. I didn't care about rankings. I didn't care about I just wanted to win basketball games and like bust my you know, busting my ass really. I I feel like I feel like back then it was a lot more about being a kid and everybody playing. I I went and looked into it this year for the um for my boys. It was just I I just couldn't even commit. I can't do that. You know, I mean, like we listen to Tremaine and what he says about his son. You know, on game at eight in Gaithersburg, game at nine in here. Then on Sunday, game at nine in Tyson's, game at eleven. I I I can't do that. Like I just can't. You know what I mean? And that's just a lot at that age. Yeah, it it is a lot at that age. But it, I mean, it, it's it's an experience for the kids. But you know, Tremaine's son plays all these different sports. But I mean, I was, I mean, my parents didn't have to do it. You know what I mean? But I was being ran around all day from gym to gym, playing game to game. To but I, was, I wasn't that young though. I was in high school. But to, I'm I'm gonna share a a real. We're getting a little bit off topic before we go back though. I'm gonna share a real life situational thing a concern and 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 you you'll understand this dj because you know because we know each other personally but like as a parent with 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 boys right and my kids are essentially the same age as deuce uh you know i think deuce is actually a little bit younger than them my kids love basketball and want to play basketball too just don't have the we don't have the time to dedicate to do that sort of stuff right and then as a parent you look at you say and you say boy Deuces, the other kid is getting so far ahead that, by, you know, that it's not even fair. And when I say not fair, like, not, not, not let's not say not fair. It makes it impo- it makes it so much harder for you to catch up. You, you know what I mean? Whereas though in our day, around eighth grade, everybody had about the same amount of basketball practice, which was probably not much. You, you know what I mean? Whereas though now, by the time another two years from now, Deuce will have lapped my boys in that he had played five times more basketball than my kids could have ever even dreamed of playing. You know, so I mean, it, it, it almost is like the competition starts so much earlier now. You know, and it's like if you ain't in the game at ten, don't even get in it. Right. Now, now heightened stuff like that obviously comes in and starts playing later right. in the game and dictating stuff, and just you can't you can't replace that. You know, in your situation, right. if somebody becomes six nine. Right. That 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 controls all of that. But you follow right. what I'm saying in terms of just like wow, it, you know, it's just so comp- competitive so early. No, it is. I do. But there's certain like you brought up height. There's certain situations that 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 change things. Like I mean, there was there was kids. I mean, we, we probably played against teams that were playing ball all their life. But then you got kids who we didn't play. I didn't play organized, but I played on the streets. I played with grown men. Mm-hmm. So. So playing, playing, playing against grown men who weren't pros or anything, but they were grown men and they played to playing, to playing with kids. And then all of a sudden to grow and take, to grow out of nowhere and be tall, the size of a center. But when you're playing against men, you can't play a big man. You got to be able to handle the ball and shoot. So to be able to have them skills from playing with men to now you playing with, with boys who've been playing all their life and they, and they know how to run plays and all that, but you just got toughness and ball skills, which you know the other kids might not have because because they're they're not they're not working on that. Right. They work the, the regular I fundamentals. I don't know why mine don't come up. A one said we got some questions. What you got, A one? Ryan Baker said, "Do you guys feel like you need high school basketball?" That's a good question. <laughs> I mean. 
I don't know if you you probably don't need it. Some people probably need it less than others. Guys has already ranked, ranked, and like from what they did in the summer, they don't necessarily need it. But but I mean, what are you going to do in a school year? I mean, you gotta have you gotta have that incentive to get the grades. And you you're a basketball player, you still want to play basketball, but the 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 ranking guys they get their rankings in the summer. I feel like high school basketball you need for for things for other you know. It serves its purpose in a lot of other ways, in keeping kids busy, active, school pride, yeah, st- stuff like that. You can't just, you know, sit out all year and not play on the team. You want to, you know, you, you do want to represent your school. What'd you say? Is there anything else? Anyone that was it? Um, Rashad, Rashad Myers had an interesting story. He says, kids today can get themselves into college. We didn't have that. I had a coach who disliked me. He was very prejudiced. I found out my senior year he was withholding all college letters from me in his office. A white teammate on the team found him and told me one practice. That's tough. That is. And uh, definitely, and that's another thing. I think as so much more money starts being involved in these things, like I feel like a lot of kids are getting screwed on, on that level because of adults and handlers and AAU programs with and high school coaches with ulterior motives. In every sort of every which way known to man, yeah, and a lot of politics involved in all the way across the board. And Kyle Cutter said, um, a lot of kids are going the homeschool route. Which that one kid that I that I mentioned that I seen who was taking all the shots and was getting ice on his knees and all that. He he um he's a little older now. I heard he was getting homeschooled, and I was just thinking, man, he's, what if this kid just never grows? <laughs> right. Like what is what what was all that for? But I, I do see he. I've seen video of him, you know, doing some workouts with a guy that I know. He's a little taller, and I heard he was—he's actually been 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 killing. I don't know what high school he go to though. You you seen this high school video of this kid? Um, what's the phenom um, now? Zion Williamson. Yeah, I coached against say, him at the top 100 this summer. Say say his name one more time. Zion Williamson. Zion with a Z, right? Zion. Yeah. The truth, man. He he looks like a grown man. He is. He he he's jumping higher than he did this summer when I coached against him this summer. He was a bully. He was dunking, like getting putbacks and offensive rebounds and just kind of, you know, roughing it off. But he was the dunks I see him doing now. Mm-hmm. He was doing that stuff this summer. He jumps higher now than he did this I summer. It looked ridiculous. Saw the one we damn near touched his foot with the ball. I mean, pulled that cock that thing back. Unreal. Dunk with boy. both hands. Yeah. And, high, and he's like a high school sophomore, right? He's 16, yeah. Yeah, that is wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, unreal. Um, basketball news. The biggest story of the week, I guess, uh, of the basketball season. The Marcus Cousins go and joins Anthony Davis. So, I mean, we were talking a while back and we were trying to, we were having a debate about one, the, the, the two best, the, who were the uh, best big men in basketball and both, it was between those two. And two, who would you decide, who would you want to build a team around under a certain age? And we came, we split hairs on that one too. And now they're both on the same team. So again, the, the the number one question in this duo, and it probably will be forever, is can Anthony Davis stay healthy? Like that's the that's the biggest part of all of that. But assuming, which is a huge assumption, like how big of a deal is that? His health? No, 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 no. That team, those two being together on the same team. Oh, it it it, it could it could be really interesting. Um. Both of these guys, like you said, are the, are the best best big men in the league. Um, you know, for 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 what Demarcus can't give you, 
defensively, Anthony Davis can make up for. Um, when Anthony Davis doesn't do on the block, DeMarcus can do. Both of them can hit jumpers. Both of them are very skilled and versatile. Um, they just, they just gonna need some guys around them that can make some shots, really. I like Drew Holiday. He's a decent point guard. He does what you need your point guard to do. Um, they just need to get some guys to get some shots around them. And they, they, they just gotta learn to play together. And I think by both of them being able to, and Anthony Davis scores most of his points with jump shots anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, he needs to. Every time he stays down low, he gets hurt. Yeah. He's a talented I, big. Anthony Davis is uber talented, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, I think they, they, I think they can, I think they can be very dangerous. Now, I don't know what Sacramento was thinking with, with that. Um, I'm do pretty think, sure. Do you feel like could. it's as bad as everybody's saying? I mean, how, you know, just Vladdy just got all the way robbed and all of that? I think, I think it was a bad move. Like, you, you, you didn't, you didn't get back. You didn't, you could have got back more than that for DeMarcus Cousins. Now, like, now, go ahead. I gotta believe you could have got back more than that. Um, I think I think it was a robbery. They didn't they didn't give up much for him. You see, Vladdy comes out today and says I had a better offer two days ago. I did I didn't see that. What the hell? Who says that? And that and that's supposed to make it better, right? That like that. Why, why are you getting cooked in the media and everybody's saying like, man, that's the dumbest deal ever? And he's like, yeah, I know, I got a better one two days ago. Like, you thought that would help your stance? That's one Man, of those things that would be like, maybe I lost in translation or something. That should have got him fired alone. Yeah, I got a better <laughs> offer two days ago. Huh? That's Imagine funny. you're selling your house and you'd be like, Man, we really got taken. Like, yeah, I know. I got a better offer two days ago. <laughs> you'd be like, You did what? You'd look at your real estate agent like she was retarded. You don't like, You got a better offer two days ago. Like, yeah, yeah, we got a bad one. We got an awful one. Like, what are you doing over there, Vladdy? But here. <laughs> Where does Sacramento go from here? Like, what, what did they... <laughs> but here's the million-dollar question, DJ. Where were they? You say, where do they go from here? Where were they to begin with? Lost and all this. I, I think somehow DeMarcus Cousins, who is a great player, mm-hmm. talented, all of that, somehow we made him Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, and or Bill Russell and just the ultimate winner. You know what I mean? As if, like, he was in Sacramento just over there losing like there was no tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it's, it's not like, wow, you know, you traded this guy who was winning. You know, like... When 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 the Bucks traded Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he'd already won a championship. So it's like, what are you doing? This guy's a championship center. DeMarcus Cousins is just a guy who I think the most wins they've ever had is thirty-two. But they didn't have they didn't have much around them. So now you have your only your only valuable piece, and you give them away for other non-valuable pieces. But now you got a whole team full of no value. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, but I mean, you just ask yourself, I mean, so, I mean, is there a difference in the NBA between being a 28 win team and, I mean, or being a 20 win team and being a 30 win team? Two wins. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, I get from a market value, at least, you know, I imagine Boogie sells tickets. You, you know what I mean? I, I, having no, I don't know what reason there would be to go see a Sacramento game right now. But you say, okay, a, a 28 or 30 win team opposed to, that team might not win another game this year. Like that, like everybody said, they they just beat the um, they just beat Golden State by double digits without Boogie. I mean, that, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, wins like that randomly happen, and you are absolutely right. They could foreseeably not win another game. You know, like yeah. that 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 is definitely possible. But here here's the thing where it gets interesting to me is that so right now the Pelicans are 
three three and a half games out of the eighth seed, right? So let's presume, let's say that they're able to sneak in and get the eighth seed. That's don't they pull if wouldn't that be one of the biggest problems for Golden State? Like if I'm Golden State, do you want to see Anthony Davis and I mean you, you better Draymond neither one of them are paying Draymond Green any attention. I can promise you that. All of that all of that talk that we hear about how Draymond Green can guard centers, those are two he don't want he's not guarding. Not at all. Both of those guys would give him forty, you know, I mean with ease. But they but they they gonna have to get up and down the court and, and score where they go to state. They can't shoot with Golden State, but Boogie and Anthony Davis, that's the, like, both of them run. They run like, I mean, they're big men. They're not immovable big men. They can run. What what would go, how would a Golden State match up with them? Again, I, 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 they got to match up with Golden State. Firepower wise. Yeah. You got Clay, Clay Stuffing and Kevin. But what are you doing with Anthony Davis? I mean, I guess KD has to guard Anthony Davis. Um, Draymond will guard Anthony Davis and, and, and either Zaza Pachula or JaVale McGee will guard, um, Boogie. Marcus Cousins. Yeah. I, I see it being not an ideal matchup. It, it's one of those things where, well, let's uh-huh. put it this way. I'd be glad that it's not a college tournament where it's one game setting. Nah, it's not an ideal matchup, but I mean, I don't think they, they pose a threat to, to go to state. Okay. How good? Go ahead. Somebody said something. Somebody said I just read something in the comments. A one should have been on top of this. Kyle Cutter said Boogie is better than Shaq. <laughs> and, and Joe, silence. And, You're the silence. And Joe, and Joe was like, Boogie better than Shaq. What world are you, are you living in? But Kyle Cutter is in a he. He said, um, and we've been going back and forth for the past two days. We just can't seem to get on the, on the thing at the same time. And again, I can't get a clear answer from him. He's still yet to give me one. He's trying to say yeah. that, uh, Tracy McGrady isn't a Hall of Famer. Isn't? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence with that too. I mean, cause, cause Tracy, has he ever won a playoff game? Or a series? playoff game? Jesus, man. You rough on the guys. Definitely won a playoff right. game, I mean, man. I'm thinking about football. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all on the points in the playoff game. Yeah, he want to play. Off, yeah, he want to playoff series. But the he point is, I mean, series. he he hasn't won. He hasn't won. He hasn't won a whole lot. He had a lot of injuries, mm-hmm. and he has a lot of accolades. And nobody has his accolades, and they're not in the NBA, and they're not in the Hall of Fame. So I would tell uh, you, where where is like because he he started off slow, then he had a a nice stretch where but, he was just but when you say starting, losing and destroying. But when you say starting and then off, then he slow, fell off DJ, again. You gotta realize that starting off slow is like 17, 18, 19. You, you know what I mean? Like that slow is 17, 18, 19. Like, so when he yeah. picks up, you're still talking about 21 to, let's put it this way. He had enough time to make seven all NBA teams. There's nobody who has seven all NBA teams and they're not in the Hall of Fame. Okay. And this year, NBA, nobody has ever won a score. Excuse me. One guy in 1941. But aside from that, so in the modern day NBA, nobody has ever won a scoring title. Who's mm-hmm. not in the NBA and who's not in the Hall of Fame? And this man hasn't won one. He's won two of them. Okay. So you like you don't just win an NBA scoring title. They don't just hand those out. You know, like you know, if you can lead the entire NBA, which is the best players on the planet in scoring, and he did it twice. In one of the years, he won by like three points. He like mm-hmm. he had thirty-two, and the next closest guy was like twenty-eight. You know, and like I said, so his accolades. Now we can debate whether you know. 
what you think about his career and what, but what we know on how the NBA Hall of Fame works, not the NFL Hall of Fame, the NBA Hall of Fame, there are guys in there who are like three or four time All Stars, you know, and never yeah, won. Yeah, back then, guys was guys was man, they was just they was just giving away Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the absolutely. I mean, you can't have a guy. I mean, when you talk about, I think it was seven years in a row of averaging more than twenty five points a game. You know, in three or four of those years, in you know, high points, 32, 30, 27. Like, he won scoring titles in an era where a guy named Allen Iverson played, a, you know, a guy named Carmelo, like, and he was one, a guy named Shaq was in their prime, a guy named Kobe was in their prime, and he won a scoring title. Do, do you, do you, everybody you name, well, at least, they at least got to a finals in one one? Yeah, I, I see, I don't know how, when, when we're talking about Hall of Fame, how much are you putting on team accomplishments? Well, when you when you are out of Iverson and you take a team that's so bad to a finals, and you and you and you and you and you're such a small guy and you're Tracy, and you lead the league in scoring, and you're six eight, and you have just as much talent around you as Allen had, and and you and you can't win playoffs, you can't get to the playoffs and win playoffs. Here. Yeah, I, I think he was a, I think he's a scorer. I mean, I think. When when we start talking about basketball scorers, Tracy McGrady's name has to come up as one of the greatest basketball scorers in NBA history. In terms of complete package and ability to do things with his size, athleticism, and shooting. No. Um, yeah, yeah, I give you that. He just—I mean, how long did he do it? Uh, longer than Terrell Davis. <laughs> I can tell you that. Definitely longer than Terrell Davis. But. I mean, that's a different sport all the way around. But uh, I mean, I, like again, I'm not even—I was never even really a huge T Mac fan all, all the way around. Um, he actually exceeded my expectations for him because I thought when when the Magic handed him all that money, when all he had done was sit on the bench in Toronto, I thought they were out of their mind. Nah, I mean, I mean, because I, I mean, I played against my high school, so I, I knew I knew he was good. Um, he got better. He got a lot better. But how but, different does the Tracy McGrady story go if one Tim Duncan goes to Orlando or two Grant Hill, you know, shows up in Orlando? You mean if, when if Tim Duncan goes to Orlando? Yeah, because remember that free agency they were they were going to get two of the three. Those were the three big those were the three big free agents that year. It was Tim Duncan. Tim and the crazy thing is Tim Duncan did his visit. He actually is the one who was in a cast. He had a late cast when he did his Orlando visit. It was Tracy mm-hmm. McGrady. Grant Hill and Vince Car and excuse me and um Grant Hill and Tim Duncan. So they were gonna get two of the three. Tim decides to go back to San Antonio and they end up with McGrady and Grant Hill. Grant Hill Tracy never got that Grant Hill. Like he never got that Grant Hill. And he spends what three or four years over there in Orlando essentially by himself. Like those were some pretty bad teams he was on. And those are teams he when he was winning scoring titles. Yeah, no, absolutely. He 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 got he got a pretty damn good Yao Ming. He just couldn't stay healthy. Yeah, by then his back was done, and he never he was just out there. He turned into a jump shooter by that point. His 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 back was done by that point. That's what I'm saying. When you when you when you you have a nice stretch for a few years, and first you start off slow, have a nice stretch, and then you just tail off so bad. That's not making it. A, a he great he case averaged twenty or more eight seasons, eight consecutive seasons. You heard what A one said. Yeah, 20 more for eight consecutive seasons. Yeah. Is there any comments right there, A1? What my man Calcutta got to say? And then we got to get back to Calcutta's ridiculousness about him being better than Shaq. 
I'm gonna give him yeah, a chance has, to explain that. Go ahead, DJ. What'd you say? Well, Kyle, when we first started talking, Kyle has said that Cousins is more skilled. I I don't disagree with that. Yeah, he's he is more skilled. Yeah, Shaq is. But Shaq, Shaq was just so physically dominating, right? And, and and actually, Cousins is pretty physically dominating too. But Shaq was just so so dominating, and so big and strong and quick that. Regardless, he actually was pretty skilled. Shaq could handle, Shaq could pass, Shaq could go coast to coast when you spin dunk. And even without all that, his, his physical domination just puts him so far ahead of almost everybody because the stuff he was doing, like Cousins, Cousins not, Cousins not getting off his feet like Shaq. He's not bullying dude, putting him in a rim like Shaq. And these all seven footers back then. There are no big guys now. I think it's easy to sit and look at this player and that player. It's real easy to look and sit, look at a, a Cousins or Anthony Davis or or Anthony Towns and, and say, this person is more skilled than Shaq. That's real easy to do. But what Shaq's skill was is that he was the largest human being on the planet and he moves like, you know, like, like a normal human being. That's the skill. You, you know what I mean? So, you know. Does he have, does he shoot threes? No, he doesn't shoot threes. And no, he doesn't do any no look passes. But you know what they don't do? They're not 350 pounds of solid muscle and, and, and just a, he's a bear. You, you know what I mean? With, with a basketball, we've never seen a human being that size, that coordinated. Like we just haven't. So no, he can't shoot threes and no, he can't do that, you know, put the ball on the floor like these bigs do, but he doesn't need to. He, he was that much str- stronger and more dominant. Physically than these guys were. Joe Bird says Shaq the best center of all time. Not I think so. I think so with Will Kareem and um, Bill Russell. Stop with the Bill Russell, DJ. You're just trying to be respectful. Cut it out. No, that's no. This is I've read you everything he said. Oh, okay. I thought you said that. I no, said, I didn't. Come on, you know I didn't. Say th- no, that's why I, I said DJ. Cut it out. We're not I, even, um, we don't even got to. It was like we're not even. We don't even have that level. where You have to lie. Let's take this I, time. I, matter of fact, hold on. To cut you off, DJ. While we're in the middle of this debate, uh, take this time to mention our sponsor. How about that? While we mention that, our SNL <laughs> Heating and Air Conditioning. Please make sure you guys check out our sponsor. That's SNL Heating and Air Conditioning. Like their page on Facebook. You can go to the Players Voice Facebook page, and um, the link is right there to like uh, their page. Again, that's SNL Heating and Air Conditioning. Hey, when you had something? T Mac was twenty five and five minimum, at least eight consecutive. Yeah, I mean T Mac's got a lot of accolades and whatever. Now, I mean, I he's going to get in, and when I say that, it's not. I'm not speaking of T Mac's resume. I'm speaking of what it takes to get into the NBA Hall of Fame, which is at this day and point, it's like it's not that high. It just isn't. I mean, we we there's people. In, there's a lot of people in there who were. You know, specialists, they only did one thing. You know, some guys who are good rebounders for a long time. Somebody brought up Penny, said, does Penny get in before T-Mac? No, but that answer, we already had that answer. Penny's been out the league for way longer than T-Mac has. I, I don't think T-Mac, has Penny even been on a ballot? I mean. It was just, just not, I mean, he's definitely a Hall of Fame talent. He should, had he had he not got hurt and played which one, more, Penny? already, he might Still be playing, for all we know. But who are you talking about, Penny or T Mac? Talk about Penny. Okay. Just you know the injuries and you know just cut short a great career. So what about Grant Hill? Grant Hill will be in the NBA Hall of Fame. Grant Hill will get in. Grant Hill will definitely get in. Because remember, also 
It's not the NBA Hall of Fame. It's the Basketball Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So you talk about his four years at Duke, and and I mean they just they take into all kinds of things like what you mean to the game of basketball and you know stuff like that. I mean, what what we don't have to go any further than his teammate. He is equally he had more good years than Yao Ming had, and Yao Ming's already in the NBA Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and he might have been a first ballot Hall of Famer if I'm not mistaken. Also, mm-hmm. and and you know. And you, you can. He had several years better than Yao Ming's best year. Who did? T Mac. And however far T, however far Yao Ming ever made it in the playoffs, T Mac made it just as far because they were on the same team. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, Yao got hurt in in the series that they could have beat that like. Yeah. So I mean, and, if Yao's in, take that. In. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yao's already in. T Mac definitely was was good for as long as Yao Ming was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Shaq thing, was there something else you missed about Shaq? Bird said what? He had who? Shaq? Bill Russell? The Bill Russell stuff is hard for me, man. Don't want to sound disrespectful. <laughs> but, but I mean, he, who was Bird's, Bird's, um, big men again? Wilt, Kareem, Shaq? I don't have any problem with those three. But, um, no, Shaq's not. He, he was asking what Shaq. He said he think it's Shaq. Is Shaq is the big, I don't think so. Who do you think? Um, it's, it, I've done a lot of studying of this. And again, the majority of it, a lot of it is people I never seen play basketball. Right. So, so all, all, all <laughs> right. All you can really do is compare people to what they were in their era and look at people's resumes and, 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 and then mix that in with what, what you've seen, um, in terms of completeness and resume completeness and ability to do all things. I don't really see how you can put anybody ahead of Kareem when you mention a six-time league MVP, scoring titles. I mean, a dude was at uh, in his late 40s, I mean, in his mid-40s, averaging 20, um, came in right off the gate, rookie year, doing 33 and 16. Um, is a, he's a center who assisted, scored, rebounded, and blocked shots. And he's led the league in all of them. You know, like, that's that that's pretty impressive. Um I would think Wilt probably has too. I know he's probably led the league in it. Well, remember, they, Wilt's they, gonna be before they did, um, blocks. And again, Wilt, I don't have any, I don't see any, I don't have any problem with Wilt. You know, like, now when you start mentioning Kareem won, and Kareem won a lot. And, uh, he won right out the gate. He won in college, won in high school, he won in the NBA, he won without mm-hmm. magic, he won with magic. You know, he, he, I mean, he won in the seventies, won in the eighties, he won in the nineties. Like, I you mean, mean, without Magic, with Oscar. Yeah, and Oscar never won without him, <laughs> and Magic never won without him either. You know, so Magic th- never won without without Kareem. No, he never won without Kareem. Six, we're talking about six-time league MVPs. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, like that, that that's just crazy. Um, Wilt also amazing. Uh. And then I, you know me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge, um, Olajuwon fan, a huge Olajuwon fan in terms of, in terms of ability to be defensive player of the year type rim protection, all time leader in box. So you're talking about arguably the greatest shot blocker of all time and what he did offensively. What are y'all, what are y'all discussing? Greatest centers. Uh And, um, and then when we talk about championship teams, You'll be hard pressed to find a guy who won a championship team with less support than what than what Elijah Wan did in those two years. There there were um 
plenty of stats to back it off. I wasn't prepared for this argument, but I don't remember off the top of my head. But something along the lines that one is the only one to win a championship with no other all-star player on his team. And two, I don't think the highest, the second leading scorer on that first championship team averaged like 14 points. So he averaged double what the next closest guy on his team had. And in that one finals, he led the team in points, rebounds, blocks, assists, steals, like everything. Well, yeah, I mean, they, 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 then, then they play in the lockout year and they ran up against a, a young team that just wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And then went but back no, again. Not, not to take anything away from Kareem. Everybody around them played, you played, mean Elijah good, one. played good at the right time. And guys on Orlando choked. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's another debate, excuse me, another debate for another day. I, me personally, I, I, um, I like Shaq too. If you say if you say Will, I, I wouldn't be mad. I, I I like Shaq, Will, you know, and, you know, Kareem and and Elijah, myself. Yeah. Uh, just just I mean, Will, Will. I mean, we didn't see a lot of Will, but Will got to stand in the paint and just and play the league with not many teams and. But the stuff he was doing just can't be denied. I go back and look at some of Will's stuff, and I'm like, "Damn, he! I mean, he hitting fadeaways off the glass, and he's and he's running the floor like a deer. Yeah, Duncan, he's block, he's doing everything. The, the thing is, when you watch the old footage of Wilt right now, any of those old mm-hmm. games, you laugh and you're like, "Yo, these dudes couldn't play high school basketball this year, except for that one guy. <laughs> you know, looking for like right. that one guy right there could play in today's NBA, and he would be just fine." You right. know what I mean? Like he—he's a definition of a guy who probably forty years ahead of his time. You know what I mean? Like he was just—we always say, like what this person would look like if you dropped them back in that time, and it's like that's—that's mm-hmm. that's what it—it it almost looked like somebody took Dwight Howard and dropped him back in their time. Like whoa, that guy is a giant, you know, amongst a bunch of people who aren't. I just try to think about it, them guys who would match up against Shaq. And I would just, I just feel like Wilt would have the best chance. I feel like Kareem, he would absolutely do what he want with Kareem. Kareem was too small. Um, and Wilt had more weight on him, more size on him, where he can match up better against Shaq. Cause we, we, we forget, cause I guess Shaq stayed around a little long. We forget some of the stuff Shaq was doing. We, we go look at some of them Shaq highlights and they're amazing. Yeah, I mean, and so were a lot. I mean, so were Kareem's highlights, and I mean, it, it, I'll, I'll I'll take Shaq's. I'll, I'll I'll match Shaq's up with all of them. Yeah, we can go all day. I mean, we yeah. can go all day. I, um, I think I've always looked at Olajuwon as a work of art. His footwork, his grace, mm-hmm. his uh, his athleticism for that size. You know, I I feel like Olajuwon was a he, he's he's amazing for lack of a better word. And, and we're talking about in an era with some real-life centers. You know, yeah. if, you were, if you were to make a list of the top ten centers, four of them, five of them, are in that era. Mm. You know, you, you'd be talking about Elijah Wan, Patrick Ewing, um, David Robinson, Shaq, I mean, Alonzo. All, all mm. with, and, and when, when, the, when the other three centers are David Robinson and Patrick Ewing, you know, like that, that, that's a pretty big deal to be first team all NBA. I mean, they, well, go ahead. Well, Elijah was drafted number one in the year Michael Jordan came out. So he's not just some fluke that came out of nowhere. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. And and even now, when 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 we talk about that, you're right. Michael Jordan was drafted third that year. You are yet to hear anybody say, "What the hell was Houston thinking?" You know, no, yeah. no, nobody ever says that. Yeah, they're like, "What was Portland thinking?" Yeah, what was Portland thinking? They didn't nobody say ever, was Houston thinking. Nobody ever says, "What was Houston thinking?" You know, everybody says, "You know, Houston." We know what they were thinking. They got a big. He was amazing, and he turned out to be amazing. You know, I mean, that that, that that's what we got on that. There was any other before we move off of that. Anyone was there any other comments that we had missed? I know there was a bunch going by that I can't see them. Joe Bird asked something. Um, no, actually, it was Rashard Myers. He asked something that you already kind of touched on. He said, "Where does the admiral fit in?" And Joe Bird had asked a little bit back, "Why should Grant Hill get in the Hall of Fame?" It's not imagining why he should. It's just that he will. Just based then on he, then he said, "Once you once you add in the college, he said then maybe. he's like, yeah, he'll yeah. probably." Yeah, I mean, and somebody we were having the debate. Uh, somebody said there was one of those pictures up there, and somebody was trying to say Marbury doesn't have a shot in hell. So Marbury will be might be first ballot uh, Hall of Fame when you factor in college, uh, NBA, and, and what he's done in China. What is it like a three time MVP over there or something like that or? Something, something ridiculous. I tell you what, he's done more in China than Yao Ming has, and, and playing one in basketball over there. And and I mean, this is a guy who's been an All Star in the NBA level. He's been, I mean, Marbury was a, Marbury was a problem, and he's huge out there in uh, China. Yeah. So I mean, he'll definitely be a um an NBA Hall of Fame again. People remember it's the it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. It's not the NBA Hall of Fame. So they take everything into consideration. And again, before you start saying stuff like, go look at those names that are in there. And I remind you, Yao Ming is in there with, with Drazen Petrovic is in there. Arbina Simonis played four or five years in the NBA, of which none of them he was an all-star. But they give him the nod because of what, now, that being said, our Simonis was amazing and I wish we had got to see him in his prime because I remember seeing him at 37, couldn't move a lick and that boy could pass. Am I wrong, DJ? No, he can make do more pass. He yeah, shoot. he can shoot out with, with no knees. We could move too great, but you yeah, know, get with no knee, with no no knees, no cartilage, no nothing. And 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 you, the effect that he could make in a basketball game, he give you thirteen and ten without moving, and five or six assists and some mega screens, which a guy shooter like yourself, I'm sure, can appreciate some some hellified screens. And he was a body to bang down there with Shaq. You know, he was mm-hmm. a big dude. And again, Simonis is also in the NBA Hall of Fame, and he's never even sniffed the M. He's in the Basketball Hall of Fame, and he's never sniffed an NBA All Star game. So, just a couple names to remember when you start saying so and so isn't in the Hall of Fame. Just realize Yao Ming is in there, Sabonis is in there, Drazen Petrovic is in there, and many other players who you're not thinking so highly of and holding these standards. As a matter of fact, Trace McGrady has more All Star games than all those people combined. When you, uh, if you want to, if you want to uh, carry it that way. Um, was there anything else that I missed going down there? Going down that list of comments? I want to make sure we get everybody's... Uh... Just Kyle saying we should do this every day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my man Kyle. And enough, and enough stuff to talk about. My, my man Kyle. There's always something to talk about, man. We could go all day, DJ. You know that. Uh, my man Kyle. Kyle's, Kyle's normally I said something. Wild. Hey, the um, the, the foolishness in the, in, the, in the chat thing, uh, excuse me, in the sports talk, people have the nerve to say that if the Wizards were able to trade... Auto reporter for Paul George. They should not do that. <laughs> They're crazy. Crazy. And Auto and Auto's been having a, a hell of a year. Yeah, and his hell of a year still is worse than Paul George's. What people are calling a down year. Yeah. Well, Auto. I mean, I, I I agree. First of all, but Otto, this is what his second year in the league, though. Who? Auto reporter, <laughs> second or third. See, that's that should tell you something. 
You think he just got here? How long has he been in the league? <laughs> that should tell you. What is this? Fourth year? It's not a second. <laughs> right. I said. I said second or third. <laughs> that, that, that people think he was just born yesterday. Like he just got here. Otto's best year would probably be Paul George's like worst year. One of them. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just it's I mean, his fourth year, point, I believe. Yeah. It's his fourth. It's his fourth. It's year. his fourth. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And the fact that you guys are like, what? What's this? Like his rookie year? Second year? No sir. No sir. Bob. Um. What was the else there was that we wanted to talk about? Um. NBA wise. Um, oh, you know what? We haven't talked since last time, DJ. Um, the state of the Knicks, just, just address it as a whole. Uh, we haven't talked since the Oakley situation, um, out there. And not to just isolate that, just want to talk about the Knicks thing as a whole. And we did talk about the Mellow situation last time on the show and how Phil Jackson is just attacking Mellow. Um, when you combine the way that they're treating Mellow, the way they're treating Oakley, um, the media love that Derrick Rose is getting, which is none. Uh, the Noah thing, like, what right now? What would possess anybody to go to New York? Right now, they're 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 turning a lot of people off. I know that, and it's sad because New York isn't a bad organization. Actually, a pretty good organization. Like over, like how they how they I played there. You know how they, you know, treated their players. Everything's first class. Um, you know the city, playing in a garden. You know is that all of that is is. It's really attractive, but what's going on right now? Um, is is I'm pretty sure it's turning a lot of guys off from thinking about going there. Um, and and I don't know what what needs to change. I don't know if it's Phil. I mean, Dolan ain't going nowhere. Um, <laughs> I I don't really know what needs to change. Somebody's somebody's going to really have to. They got to convince somebody to you know to really step out there in the limit. Be like, man, I'm going to come here. We're going to help get this thing changed around. And it's going to take somebody to do that. I, I, when you just watch that that whole Charles Oakley thing, like wow, you know that that was kind of a bit much. Um, the mellow thing, wow, like the GM is just bashing the best player for no reason. Like just every time you pick up the newspaper, you're talking about the guy that you signed. You know he gave mm-hmm. Mello that deal, mm-hmm. and he's just talking about him. And he, you never, and you know, you hired Derek Fisher, you hired Rambis. You, I mean, you, you've just done so much bad, and all you want to do is just bad. Like the Knicks just look like a mess. And if I'm a player, I don't want to touch that with a ten foot pole. Like I, I just don't see any reason right now why you, the expectations are through the roof. The team is not good. The likelihood of you winning is zero. And then on top of it, the the GM is going to start bashing you, and he's insistent on this triangle. Two, he's still talking about the triangle. He wants yeah. to trade Derrick Rose because he's not a good fit for the triangle. What, yeah. what, what is going on? Yeah, Phil got to give up on that triangle. And if he was so gung ho on a triangle, I don't know why he hired Jeff Hornacek. Um, coach the team yourself. Red, you know, hello? if you, you triangle. That that's that's the nail on the head. If if you want to run the triangle, you run the triangle. You, you know, let, let, let's call it what it is. If you would like to run the triangle. Come on down here, and you run the triangle. Agreed. You know, in, instead of just grabbing other players. who There's players on this team now who probably don't even know what the hell the triangle even. Like, that's how long ago it was, you know, and it was relevant. And, you know, like, you're getting to the point now, the last time a triangle won, won a championship 15 years ago. There's dudes in the league who are 19. Let it go.
go, Phil. You know, let it go. And 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 I would love to know how much is even about the triangle versus if you ran a square or a circle, but Pippen, Jordan, Shaq, and Kobe was running it, it'd probably be pretty successful. Maybe. We don't know because, you know, besides Shaq, them guys didn't win without Phil. No, none of them was in a situation that I would, you know, I don't know. But the point, like, you just let it go, Phil, unless you want to come down here and coach it. With the and and again, it seems like you're just forcing forcing it. Um, and the other news over there on LA, Magic they 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 relieve uh, Mitch Kupchak and um, and the Bus Brother of the situations and place Magic in charge of essentially everything. What does that What does that mean to you? Let me ask you something. When you're a player, and the GMs of these teams are essentially, and I'm sure it was the same when you were playing, the GMs of these teams are all idols. Right, you know, whether it's Jordan, Magic, Bird, Mochi, whatever. They're all Hall of Fame guys, great names. Does that really even, Isaiah, does that impact anything that you actually, your choice? Nah, not really. I mean, for me, it, 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 just, it just depends on your situation. It's like, okay, if you, if you did it with a big name player, then, you know, maybe that has something to do with it. But uh, other players be like, man, how much playing time I'm going to get? Right. And how much money are you giving me? The, who's giving me the most money? How much playing time I'm going to get? I mean, LA is attractive anyway. And and a guy like Magic will make that more attractive for bigger name guys. Like if I was, you know, a superstar, if I'm a, you know, LeBron or Kevin or somebody like that and Magic's over there, then I definitely would feel, would feel more, more, more comfortable there. But then I played on a team where Isaiah was was the president too, and um and when I was there it was great. But then when it was time to come, you know, to resign, you know, some funny stuff went down. <laughs> <laughs> then it wasn't so great, huh? Then it, then, it, then it wasn't so great. But then you know I went to Denver with another great, who was a um, GM Kiki Vandeway, who that was my guy, who you know who who treated me great. So, the, now here's the thing about magic, right? Which is the weirdest thing in the world. What if I, like, if I were to tell you that the first 30 years of your life, you're going to win a championship. You're going to be the best player in the world. You're going to, you know, you're going to win. You're going to be a number one draft pick. You're going to win a high school championship, college championship, NBA championships, five of them, league MVPs. You're going to be an all-star. You're going to have all of that. And then you'll be like, that's amazing. Then you're like, but then here's the down part. You're going to get AIDS. And you'll be like, damn. You'll be like, all right, well, you know, had to come to it. got to take the good with the bad. And then I said, but that's when life takes off. <laughs> like, that's when life gets even better. So you remember all that stuff about your first part of your life? That's the bad part of life. It gets even better. After you get AIDS, you start owning stuff. You start getting promotions. You make even more money. All the bad things that ever you've ever even done, nobody remembers them or talks about them. You're going to coach a team and do a terrible job at coaching. Nobody's ever going to mention that. You're going to come back and play and quit. Nobody's ever going to mention that. Like, all these things happen. And he essentially walks on water. Like, how crazy is that? We all, we all blessed. He's not like that. Not like that. <laughs> Some, some people are, are are more blessed than others, but we all blessed that you know that man that man by you know that goes when you when you play and you see okay magic 
have all these opportunities and Magic got all this stuff going on, but then you look at Kareem, who has more championships, who has more accolades, really. But then you got Magic, who everybody loves. He's nice to everybody. He talks to everybody. All this charisma. But then you got a guy who I'm not signing no autographs or mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. You know, you've been a hole to everybody. And then when they don't need you anymore, no, nobody, nobody wants to work with you. And, and that's and that's where Magic excelled because Magic was just so likable by everybody. So now people wanted to really just give him give him everything he wanted at mm-hmm. you know at a point. And now look at him. Huge. I mean, he's he's on top. I mean, you you now own the Lakers and the. I mean, where you're you're in the power position for the Lakers and the Dodgers. Yeah. And and and, and then all the or other the Dodgers. I think you own a soccer team too. Sure. Why not? Sure, guys why commentating. Not? I mean, he's an analyst. He's you name it. He's doing whatever he wants in in the world right now. Definitely doing whatever he wants. Do you think this makes the Lakers? Is this something to take notice of? Like, wow, it now makes I need to Lakers take Lakers more attractive for free agents. It does. Where do you think this Lakers team sits right now? Like, it seems one being in the West, mm-hmm. they seem far away from being anywhere relevant to me. Yeah, but you know, they you have you have some guys that's going to be free agents soon, yeah. and and the, and that's that's where that's where Magic gotta gotta you know do his job, and um. I mean, I heard they had a chance to get Marcus Cousins too, and they didn't. They didn't want to give up Ingram, is what I heard. Um, Have you seen but, anything from Ingram to, to warrant that? No, I mean, I like Ingram. He's a player that reminds me of myself in some ways. Um, I like Ingram, but I feel like they probably feel, man, we can get Demarcus in 2018 or whenever he's. I think it's 18 now. They probably yeah. feel like they can then, but I feel like. There's going to be plenty more Ingrams before there will be another Demarcus Cousins. The the rumors, of course, was the rumors were um, Anthony Davis and and um, and Russell Russell mm-hmm. joining the Lakers. When I look at what the Russells, what excuse me, what the Lakers organization is and what they're used to, and whoever it is is next is going to follow in Kobe's footsteps. The only one I see built like that is West Russell. You know, a, a guy who's willing to lights, camera, action on the basketball court at all time. Let's go, you know, yeah. and not scared of anybody, and, and would wear that proud and go and go to war with anybody. Is I mean, Russell Westbrook, I think, would follow right in Kobe's footsteps. You know, I, just, I, I don't know about the winning part, but yeah. you know, I guess that's where Magic would come in and getting pieces around him. Yeah, I can see that. He's got to be smarter with the ball, but I, 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 I can see that. Yeah, nah, nah, absolutely. But didn't Westbrook just resign, um, like a three-year deal or something? When did Westbrook sign? I think he did. I think he did do an extension. Yeah, so year. he might be locked up for. Was that the beginning of last? So that's this year. So two more years, I guess. I think he did an extension this year, just yeah, after the KD thing, just to after kind the of season. let them know I'm here. Yeah. Well, they got him. Okay, Steve's got him. I, I don't know what else they're going to do and what else they're going to get. I mean, this could, gets interesting down the stretch here. Now that uh, the Pelicans are getting are, are going to get better, and if you assume that they start squeaking in, I mean, we could be looking at pretty soon OKC being the odd man out in the playoffs. Maybe I mean that 
that Pelicans thing, we got to see how that works out. I agree. I, I definitely agree. And they they need the, I with teams like that. I think you do need to get some um shooters. You you do need to get some shooters. And the last year's Pelicans team had a lot of shooters, and then they got rid of Ryan Anderson, Eric Gordon. Um, I can't know who else I'm thinking of, but I mean they had shooters and they're gone now. So we'll we'll see what happens. But they, I'll definitely try them on 2K. They'll they'll be interesting. They will be interesting um to watch. Um in college basketball, you see the coach of the head coach of North, of uh NC State got fired in the middle of the season, but they're letting him finish it out the year? Yeah. What thoughts on that? The hell is that, right? That got to be rough, you know, for for the players. It just he he really he really got to be tactful how he addresses his players now cuz you know in college coaches can they talk to you any any kind of way you want. You know, they have all the control. And now you got a guy that you know that's not going to be there next year, so you can kind of buck back at him now. It's like he, he loses he loses some of his respect. It just depends on how he was. If you got a whole bunch of players that love you and they're pissed off, you're getting fired. Then you know you know you're going to have your team. But if you got guys who happy to see you go, it's going to be hard to coach them guys. <laughs> Interesting. Um, a lot of name, a lot of one name. On a personal note, that's been surfacing a lot uh, in our sports talk group for some reason. Uh, I guess maybe because that time of the year and it's call-ups. Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook, you think he can contribute to an NBA team? I believe he's like average, he's like second in a a D-League, if not first in scoring at like 28 points a game. Uh, I know he can shoot the ball. Um, Mm -hmm. you think he's an, he can can contribute to an NBA team? Yeah, he just needs his opportunity. I've seen him, I've seen him, um, in preseason. Um, and he, and he, he played well. He played really well. And now, you know, the team. He was in what, Cleveland, right? Is that right? No, he was in Cleveland years, a few years before. I think this year, I think it might have been. Clippers. 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 Wasn't the Clippers? I think it was, I think it was the Pelicans. Okay. I might be wrong. Yeah. Okay. I think it was the Pelicans. And I, and I, and I, um, watched a few games and I was like, dang, you did, you kid did a great job. Um, and now I think they're talking about, Bringing a few guys in the trial, he he was one of the names. Um, so I do, and I do, I do wish him good luck on that. I think he was the MVP of the All Star game too. Um, and that's that, that that's big. I mean, he's been doing what he's he was rookie year last year mm-hmm. in, in the league. So I do think he deserves a shot at some point. I like Quinn. I like uh, Quinn Cook. You see, yeah. Jimmy Fredette scored seventy two in China, which I mean, I don't know what you want to make of that. But why does a guy like Jimmy Fredette not make it in the NBA? Like what? I mean, we what Jimmy was doing in college was like what Steph Curry was doing in college, mm-hmm. what JJ Redick was doing in college, and yeah. you know while JJ Redick might not have translated to being Steph Curry, he still worked coming up on probably double digits in the league, or, or he's gonna have a double digit, uh, you know, career, you know, 10, yeah. 10 plus years in, in, in the NBA, and he's a starter at that. Um, mm-hmm. Why does a guy like Jimmy not transfer? I don't know. It's guys like that sometimes. It's different. I mean, we, I, I had a, a guy who come in my second year league, Dan Dickow, who. Dan Dickow from Kansas. Did it. He was in Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Sorry, with the long hair. Yeah, it was doing the, um, doing, doing the same things. Killer. Steve Logan here in Cincinnati. Killing. Doing the same thing. Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison. Yeah. Absolutely. Next and He's asking, he's 6'10. You know, you would really think he would be able to, Stick around and, and, and do some of them think similar things, but on it, the next level just doesn't transfer for everybody. Sometimes it's about opportunity. 
you got to have some confidence, got to have some opportunity. And sometimes you go places and that coach just, he's just not feeling you at all. And he's not going to give you the opportunities because he just doesn't like you as a player. Sometimes he don't like you as a person. And then some other coach might love you and then you'll have your opportunity. But some sometimes guys just get, they just can't transfer to the next level. And sometimes it's just bad luck. They just don't get put in the right position. Am I, am I wrong in that from the outside looking in, a guy like Jimmer as well as Steph Curry, and it just falls into your opportunity thing, is that Jimmer's a, a volume shooter. Like, he can get you 40 points, but he's going to need his shots. And he might miss his first three, and then he might make his next seven in a row. And, you know, but I don't think Jimmer's the guy that you put in for two minutes and, and you know, say take one shot and let's see if that goes in. Like, and Steph Curry got that opportunity to be, they let him be pretty much Steph Curry the same way he was. And uh, he landed on a team in Golden State that he got the minutes to do that, and he did it. And whereas though Jimmer never really got that opportunity to go out there and be a gunner, which is, I mean, what he is. And if he's not going to gun, then there's no point in him being on the team. Well, that's the thing. When you when you playing behind guys that's guys that you're not better than, you got to take advantage of your minutes. Mm-hmm. You can't go in and miss three shots and not play no defense. So. <laughs> You got it. You got a, a few minutes stress where you made nothing happen. And within that time, your, your team probably, if they had a lead losing it, or if they were losing, losing my more now. <laughs> you know, you can't come in and change the whole, the whole flow of the game and, and you know, in a, in a, in a bad way. You're not going to, not going to play now. It also starts in practice. Like, I mean, Steph might have been killing guys in practice. You don't know. I know, like, for us, you know, Dan Dick, I didn't kill him in practice. He, he, he it was hard for me to get this stuff off. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's the same for Jimmer, but I mean, you, you just never know. I mean, Steph, Steph, Steph played big in some big games. He was drafted early, and um, when he got his opportunity, I'm saying they they let him play. And, and going to Golden State, Golden State, they they've always let their guys play. I I was been wishing I could play in Golden State, man. They just let you. I was my playing against Golden State and our Harris. He was like, man, I love it, man. I don't, we, don't, we don't care who take the ball out. <laughs> we, we just run up and down and just play ball. We yeah. Don't even care about no plays. I'm like, shh. And things has been like that from Nelly, from you know, so from, Nelly, when, yeah. from when yeah. we was kids with Run TMC and, yeah. and Tim Richmond and 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 I mean Mitch Richmond and uh, Tim Hardaway and Chris Mullen just run up and mm-hmm. down the court. Then that mm-hmm. next wave came with Baron Davis and they just run up and down the court. And then like you said, Harrington and those guys just run up and down the court. And all the way now, Mark Jackson came in and he Steph Curry and Clay Thompson just run. I mean, that's that's two decades. Well, it's, it's not as free flowing as Nelly's is, but they still they still you know play pretty free. Yes, because maybe. because of their personnel too. Yeah, now it, it definitely looks like a fun place to play. No, yeah. no, uh, no ifs ands or buts about it. Um, anything else basketball? Anyone? Did I miss anything? No. Um. You guys think Matt Barnes has anything to offer to a potential contender? Matt Barnes, he 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 finds Matt a job. Will, Matt will get picked up. Matt will find a job. Matt will get picked up. Um, his you know his his toughness, his toughness, and his defensive ability. And he's he's a small player. I mean he's he's found his niche in the league, and um, you know he, like I say, he brings defensive defensive. He brings defense. He brings toughness. Um, you know he can knock down shots. Um, He's a veteran. I think he'll, I think he'll find a place. He'll absolutely. I mean, this is an NBA where Richard Jefferson started in the NBA Finals last year 
certainly does what it, you can certainly do what Richard Jefferson is doing. Richard Richard can actually like Richard can play like. Um, <laughs> Are you implying that Matt Barnes can't? I, 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 I don't even want that to sound like that. I didn't. That's why. I, <laughs> not opposed said, oh, to oh, Matt, Richard but, can know, play basketball. They, they, their careers, their careers were just totally different. Oh yeah, now nah, Richard was a uh, was a real player. He was an all star. Yeah. I got you. Look now, you saying Richard's a real? No, no. Nah, nah, I got you. I got you. Matt came in through the minor leagues, and you know he he um. You know, he had to find he had to find his way and he found it through playing defense. He found it through, you know, just being just being a tough guy. And Richard, you know, his his skills and his athleticism is what got him in the league and this what kept him in the league. And Richard can still do the things. He he jumped a little less high than he used to. Right. And probably shoot a little better too. Like Richard couldn't shoot worse. I get what you're saying that Yes, you you know what? You're right to step up and say Matt Barnes or Richard Jefferson's names probably don't belong in the same sentence. <laughs> I, 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 I can get that. I, I, I got Matt's you. Matt's my guy. Don't right, me. right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You jump up to be like, don't put those two. Don't do Richard Jefferson like that. I got you. You're right. You're definitely right. It, 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 I didn't mean for it to come out like I was comparing their basketball careers, and I'm sure you didn't mean for it to come out to sound like you were saying. Did you say Matt Richard Camp. Jefferson was like a real player? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he was a real deal. I think he's he's a two or three time All Star. You know, I, I, when when he showed up at the NBA Finals, I must say I was like, I, I I for for a while there, I didn't even know he was still in the league. Like I I thought that whole you know Kmart J Kid that whole team was out the league. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I didn't realize that he was still there. Because the thing is that Richard Jefferson essentially made his career off of being extremely athletic. So, I mean, you're talking about he's got to be close to our age. He's got to be close to 40. You know what I mean? So, and he's not exactly flying as high above the rim. And, you know, he, 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 like Jason Kidd, has, you know, he's not going to, nobody's going to mistake him for Steph Curry, but, but he can knock down a wide open shot. And he can play, and he plays smart basketball. But I think and he can still dunk on you. And he can still dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, on you, yeah, yeah, not yeah. just dunk yeah, on you, right? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, Abs- absolutely. Um, do you think the Cavs make one more make a move before the deadline? Yeah, I do. I probably probably not a big one, probably a little one, okay. small move. A- anybody else you see making anything? I feel like I feel like Clippers got to do something. Got to right. Yeah, they they know that they don't have enough to beat the Warriors right now, and if that's ultimately what they Gotta be striving for. I, I I think the Clippers. If you don't, you're just wasting. If you're not gonna make a move, then it, what are we doing here? Yeah. You, you know, uh, I guess we're just winning. We're just winning playoff. Ba- I mean, uh, regular season basketball games. Games aren't even close against the Warriors. No, nah, the Warriors. I, I don't know what the Warriors is, but they do not play with the Clippers. <laughs> not, <laughs> they, not at all. Regular season, <laughs> preseason. Inter practice scrimmages, like they put hands on the Clippers every time they see them. Yeah, it's something going on over there because they lock, they lock in, they they toy with them. They do. The Clippers are a really good team, so that's why it's weird. Yeah, and I mean they beat the brakes off of them every time. And you're right, the Clippers are a good team. But if I'm if I'm the Clippers, I'm calling. And if there's any way to get Melo over there, but the difference is if I still have to have Paul and Blake Griffin because. Trading Blake Griffin for Melo, that's, that's not the answer. Even if it's an upgrade, which I'm not, you can't even, you know, it ain't enough of an upgrade. Like you, you're going to need the, the third member of your big three can't be DeAndre Jordan. Not when other teams third member is. I was going to say so. Clay Thompson or, 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 you know. You huh? think they 
trade DeAndre for so like you think Knicks go for that DeAndre for um for Melo? I I don't know what the Knicks would possibly want with DeAndre Jordan. Um, DeAndre Jordan, I mean, you can't build around him. DeAndre Jordan is the rims on the car. He's not. Yeah, the they want to. They want to build around Porzingis. Right. DeAndre I, can help Porzingis out, but then right. you stuff all that money you paid your King Noah. Right, and and I feel like they already tried that with with the Tyson um, uh, Tyson Chandler. You know what I mean? Tyson Chandler came off. He was the anchor of an NBA championship team. Tyson should have stayed there. He should still. He should still be there. That was. They should never got rid of Tyson. And uh, you know, so I, I I don't know, but the Clippers need to find a way to get somebody who can play some serious basketball to go over there. And and if they're dangling, if they're dangling people out like Paul George out there, I, I'm calling about Paul George. I'm calling about Melo. There's some players out there to be had. The Clippers just need a third wheel and what happens so many times with the clippers is that when they you know you just don't have enough firepower when it comes down to it jj reddick is one of these guys that looks you know he looks great in the regular season and it looks amazing and he scores well and his numbers look good but when you get into playoff basketball and you got jj reddick on the floor for 33 minutes 34 minutes jj reddick should be around 17 minutes 20 23 minutes a game not just not your second leading scorer on the team DJ, yeah, I, I I I agree. I, that's what I said first. They got to do something. Um, they can't they can't get it done with the current roster. Not against not against the Warriors. Nah, not not at all. So I hope that I hope we have an interesting um little trade rumor spike. I mean, because you know we just need to get past having two teams in contention for the title. And yeah. you know one 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 quick trade. And now that the the loss and all this though is that. I still think it's kind of whack that the only people whose road is getting tougher is Golden State because Cleveland's road is still the same as what it was. I, I'm not willing to say adding Ibaka to Toronto. Are you Are you making that a big deal? Yeah, I like that's en- enough to make them contend against Cleveland. Yeah, I, I think I think Ibaka to to Toronto because Toronto already is a good team, and I forgot about that trade. Adi Ibaka was big for them. I think Ibaka got more threes and like. Oh, they're four men combined or something like that. But Eddie and Andy's blocking shots, and I think I think that's gonna be big for them, really. You think that could they could press Cleveland? That helps. Do they do they jump Boston in your book? Where's your pecking order in the East outside of Cleveland? Then who's the biggest threat? Toronto, Boston, the Wizards. All all, all those teams you just named. Um, I think I think the Wizards really pose a threat for for Cleveland. I think Toronto poses a little more now. Really, the Wizards? You think they can put some pressure on them? Yeah, they can. They need to make a move. Um, they don't need to. I mean, they they can. I mean, I thought the move. I thought I thought James said something interesting. If they could have. They could have found a way to get DeMarcus Cousins and still kept Bill and maybe have to give up Otto and Gore Todd and maybe Morris. That's a lot. That's a lot. That 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 that, that, is, that is a lot, but they getting they getting back a lot. They're getting back twenty seven and twelve. And they getting back somebody else gonna open up more shots for Bill. I think I think you win championships with guys like Morris. Not like I, I like both of them, the Morris brothers as glue guys. Like, you know, they're, they're the guys who, I mean, they're not the, the finals MVP. I, 
I think they're every bit as good as Draymond Green. Like, I think they're glue guys, both of him and his brother. You know, like, I, I, they do a lot of stuff well. And, and I think they're good team guys. And I don't, I don't know if I just include, throw them in, in the deals. I get what you're like, saying about Cousins. I like, I like them guys. But yeah. You talking about, you talking about playing against Cleveland and you talking about getting, getting a guy like Demarcus Cousins who demands so much attention, who, who produces so much. And he's playing with, you know, his guy, John Wall, along with another all-star who should have been an all-star, Bradley Bill. And then you gotta, guys gotta step up. You got Kelly Oubre, who I think Kelly, when Kelly gets his time, you know, Kelly, Kelly plays pretty well. Now you just gotta, you know, your four spot. Feel some money in there. The Wizards are already real weak at the bench. I mean, to get rid of three for one would hurt. Auto. That'd have been a hell of a, if if, if that'd have been a good deal for Sacramento. Auto. But that's what I'm saying. You if you give it away, cousins, you want to get something in return. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I, you know, I, it'd be interesting to see how what what gets shaken up here. Uh, Jaleel Okafor's name is being mentioned. Jaleel, that that would that would be that would be nice. And I and and, and the thing about I I like I like Gortat. I, really I do like too. Him. And and I feel like me and you might be the only two people on the planet who do. We both been pretty big fans of his for a while. Wizard, I, Wizards fans like him. I, I hear, I hear him taking a lot of criticism. And people mention him as like nothing, and I, I don't, I don't think he's nothing. I don't think he's nothing at all. I think he does everything you need your center to do. He can hit shots, free throws, shoot both hooks, set screens. How undervalued think- is that? DJ from a, from a shooter's perspective? How undervalued can anybody set a screen? I mean, that's what the perception is: is anybody can set a screen? <laughs> Hell no. There are guys who are like, man, that, that makes a big difference, right? Absolutely. There's guys who set better screens than others. And, and, the, and for shooters, that's a big deal. Yeah. I, I, see, I, I agree. And I think nobody ever talks about stuff like that. He said some, he's a huge guy. I know Yo, they talk about it. Right. They might not talk about it on the shows, but they talk about it in the locker room. Yeah. They talk about it in practice. <laughs> about, watch out for that wall over there that you're about yeah. to run into. Yeah. yeah. I, they, I, I bet they do. I bet they do. Um, alright, well, I, next time we talk, it should be a whole lot of, uh, trades and interesting stuff, and the NBA should be shaking up just a little bit. Um, you see, they released your boy and the Giants over there. Victor. Victor. Yeah. What your thoughts on that? Hey, man, it's, it's just part of, it's just part of the business. Part of the business, man. But what I, what I do like about release, release Rashad Jennings too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what I like about that is, uh-huh, go ahead, say Adrian Peterson tweeting the New York Giants is doing some interesting things over there, freeing up some cap space. Please, please let us get a. I don't care how old he is, get a hold of that man, child. With you know, without to add to our offense. So, if next, if you see tomorrow that they give that man fourteen, fifteen million dollars, you okay with that? Fourteen, fifteen million. He ain't coming for cheap. Yeah, I, I, he he might take a pay cut, and by pay cut I mean like ten. <laughs> like, he, I mean he ain't playing for free. I'm okay with giving him ten. Okay. You get back to running back. Peterson. I hope. Adrian Peterson, but where else we gonna spend it? We spent we spent money on our defense, and our defense played great last year. Saved us. Our running game hurt us. Mm-hmm. You know, Eli Eli hurt us some, but. If we had a running game, that would help Eli out a lot more. You know, we got we got 
you know, some good receivers already. Um, and I think that's what we need is a, um, is a running back. Okay. Now we can we could probably get one in the draft. We probably could get McCaffrey late first right. round or whatever. But the chance of gauging, we got to spend the money somewhere. We just we just opened up a lot of money. We got to spend it somewhere. Okay. Uh, you see the the Cowboys that the, they're saying that they're just gonna release Tony. Figured that. Let him go wherever he wants to go. Yeah. Should make for an interesting uh, see where he lands and if he can play. What are you gonna say, one? Have y'all heard the reports that um, Kirk Cousins doesn't want a long-term deal with the Redskins? <laughs> he wants to uh, get um, tagged. He wants franchise again? He wants to get franchised and then just leave. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> where'd he I do mean, that at? <laughs> I mean, if, if that would have been two years, $50 million. Yeah, but and I, then go get, and then get another. I mean, right. I don't know. Cause if I'm, if I'm Kirk Cousins, right? Everybody keeps talking about what you know, are the Redskins sold on him? Are the Redskins sold on him? If I'm Kirk Cousins, why am I sold on you? You know what I'm saying? What's so sold on the Redskins? Like, but that's, I mean, that's not the attitude for a starting quarterback. To no, have, I'm, I'm with you, but I, I'm not <laughs> mad at any player in this here football game who who treats it like the business that it is and get that money. I mean, because they will drop you in a heartbeat. You know so you I mean? need to be trying to go get the money. Now, if, if it's from someone else or not, don't, why would you want the Redskins to franchise if you already played yourself into a contract? Go get your contract. It ain't got to be from the Redskins. No, nah, because what he's thinking is I think his franchise number this year would be like $25, $24 million. So if I say you can get 24 guaranteed from the time he's if – he, if they franchise him tomorrow, February, whatever it is, he, he is guaranteed, locked and loaded, that money. Don't even need to go to um training camp or none of that. He's guaranteed Ooh. that money. Boom, get that, and then play. Even if he plays mediocre football, somebody will still give him seventy million after. Oh, or if he go out there and play bad football, or if he go out there and get himself hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That Kirk Cousins situation in the Redskins thing is that's that's a real tricky one over there, and I I don't, I don't know what the I don't even think there is an easy answer to that one. Uh, you know that that one. You know, it's going to be, no matter what you do, there's going to be a whole lot of people, sec- uh, you know, t- taking your answer apart afterwards. Because if he, if they don't give him the money and, you know, I, my, my biggest question is if you don't give it to him, what happens next? Because, you know, this, this idea that you're going to get some sort of $9 million quarterback that who does well for you, I, I don't, I don't understand where that thinking is. Like, <laughs> the, 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 the fact of the matter is, is like $12, 13000000 million just doesn't get you much. You know what I mean? It just doesn't. And you know if that's what you want to spend on the quarterback, ask the ask the Broncos how that works. John Vince L- Young trying to come back. He'll 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 take that. He'll absolutely take, it. and that's what you'll be talking. Vince Young, Mike Vick, those are the names you'll be talking about at twelve million dollars. Sanchez, I'm telling you, you know at Walmart when they got the bin with the five dollar DVDs, that's that's and you'll be like, oh, Back to the Future. That's and that's starring Vince Young and Mike Vick. Like that's what's in the in, in the nine million dollar uh quarterback bin. But you 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 see how you said you know ask Denver how that worked out for him. And we and we talk about how poorly Peyton Manning played in this last year, and they thought and they got the same defense, and they thought that it was just going to be some 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 kind of sweep because they can just have any quarterback to just go in there and try to the game and win the Super Bowl. And even with him having the numbers he did, his presence is is really what helped them win that Super Bowl. The Broncos had the same defense that they won a Super Bowl with. 
and this year they need to make the playoffs. They got to get somebody at quarterback. I mean, like somebody. That's, that's my point exactly. You know, when, when I when I bring up Peyton Manning, you know, stuff like that, when people bring up his numbers. I mean, he did throw thirty nine touchdowns a year before and fifty five the year before that. So he's he he just he didn't have the great numbers year, but him being there and just making the right play, even if it's a run. You know, it, it makes a difference on your team. I, I, I feel like they probably could have won again if Peyton Manning come back for another season. And, and if that's the case, then then you got to considerly look at Tony Romo and yeah. say to yourself that, oh, absolutely. I mean, if I'm Denver and we won a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, you, you got to think Peyton, Tony Romo can do what the hell he did, you know what I mean, and just have that provide that leadership. Tony, and, and, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see a scenario where Tony has the kind of year that Peyton had that last year. You mean that, that bad? Yeah, that bad. I don't, yeah, I don't, I, 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 don't, yeah, I, I don't think so either. Not at least not in, at this year. I mean, maybe at some point in his career, but probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, probably not, 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 until, not this year. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. You so that one possession, he came in, he drove him right down the field, threw a touchdown like it was nothing. Then they wouldn't set him down. Yeah, no, absolutely. If I, if I'm Denver, it makes a lot of sense to go get to go get Tony Romo. It, def- mm-hmm. it definitely makes um a lot of sense. Uh, one quick thing before we get out of here, uh. Not that it's breaking news, but UConn women, 100 wins. 100, 100 wins in a row. Yeah, right on time. Yeah, right. I mean. That y'all came right on time. I, I saw, I, which <laughs> one of them, uh, the, the, they were debating and they're saying, uh, what's her name? Molly, who they now, Molly gets, Molly's getting all kinds of run. You see that? She she mm. she does the little cold t- uh, hot takes. At the I, end did of the show I did see that. I did. I did. I did. Like I did. she gets to chime that. in with her opinion and 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 all kinds of stuff and mm. full body shots and all of that. They 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 uh they gave Molly her you know her her time and she was talking about how women taking week, over the world, man. And yeah, there you go. It's, we gotta we gotta we gotta get one on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. The um that'll be your show. <laughs> <laughs> The one that comes on after this one. <laughs> the, the, uh, we we not go. We gotta keep. We gotta keep people. Keep watching, it with the time, man. man. You're right, man. You're right. We look at. Send the resume. I turned on first tape and undisputed to look at Molly and Jordan. I couldn't agree with you more, man. I couldn't agree with you more. We're gonna set that up as a position. <laughs> set set that up as a position, man. The um, you can handle the resumes. The um, <laughs> the screening process, man. We'll let you swipe through that. And see what you see if I see anything you like, man. See if you caught All that. Right. Did you catch that? You didn't catch Absolutely. That. Okay. <laughs> um, but she was saying how, you know, she's convinced that it makes for a better, uh, product. And I, I listened to her whole thing and I, and I just, I don't see it. Like <sighs> I don't, I, I, I don't see it. And here's my, t- what t- the answer to her take that before yesterday, cause we lost. All right, so the casual, I would consider myself a college, casual college basketball fan, and that's only because we're good at it. If we weren't good at it, I wouldn't pay it any lick of attention. But we were ranked number two in the country, right? So generally, if your team is ranked number two in the country, you feel pretty good, right? You know, you'd be like, man, I like our chances. We're ranked number two. I would love to play number one. We were ranked number two in the country, and I want no parts of number one, and I don't see any scenario where we win the national championship. So I just don't see how that's good. Where a team can be ranked number two and say to yourself, we already played the number one team in the country at home and we were thankful that we only lost by 20. You know, so, and this is a UConn team. They're not just barely number one. They're playing, they play, I think three different times played the number two team in the country on the road. 
and won by double digits. I, I two, of, two of the wins out of the hundred were were less than double digits. I, I'm I'm willing to bet that you could pull up all kinds of mind-boggling stats out, out about that one hundred about that one hundred wins. You know, I mean, just like wow, two of them were less than double digits. It's your time. I mean, and we never seen anything like that. And I, I don't know how that's good for the sport. You know, if, if you, I don't know how you can win a hundred games and only two of them be less than double digits, and that's good for the sport. They're winning national championship games by thirty points. Yeah. And you're gonna tell me that's good for the sport? I, I, I don't see that. I, I definitely don't see that. A one, anything that we didn't touch on before we left, leave out of here? Um. DJ probably don't want to hear this, but talks of this McGregor uh, Floyd thing are heating up. What do you think about that? It's laughable. Laughable. Okay. I, 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 I think it's nothing more than talk. Like, I mean, from everything they say, every time you hear something, oh, it's on the table, it's close, somebody comes out and is like, we haven't even talked. You know what I mean? Like, whether it's Dana White, Floyd and McGregor, I mean, like, I don't think there's anything close to anything. It's just, I mean, it's just a mockery, man. I mean, when you, when back, back, back then, it wasn't, it wasn't so business oriented as it is now. It really is just about where, where I, where I can make the most money without taking the most risk. Yep. And back then, it was like, um, oh, you think you're the best? Okay, nah, you're gonna fight me. And and it, it's and it's hard to really can consider someone the best of all time. With, with that being considered when, I mean, I know, I mean, I know they say he probably be more champions than anybody ever, but I mean, that's a lot of, a lot of, you know, those stats be deceiving sometimes, um, depending on when you fought certain people. Yep. And, um, and, and I know we, we had this conversation yep. before. And it was you know, a good, it was the, uh, that, that, that chat, and that conversation, the chat was a good one. I, uh, you know, I don't have much to offer it, but I think it was a good right. one with a great debate. Go ahead. But, you know, basically just, you know, we have a friend who who thinks that Floyd is best of all time. And I'm just saying, I, it's, there's, there's just, I don't, I don't think there's there's no way. Because even though Ali took some losses, there would never, there wouldn't be an obstacle that Floyd could, a fight he could win that would be equal to Ali beating um, George Foreman. You know, oh. even to Ali beating Sonny Liston. Yeah. Um. Guys who are really supposed to basically kill him in the ring. In um, their prime. Floyd, Floyd, yeah. Floyd, Floyd don't have them kind of fights. He would, he would have to beat Tyson in his prime. Damn near to <laughs> equals <laughs> to, to Ali beating. Um, they thought Foreman was going to kill that man. And he went down there and not even win by, he won by knockout. And, um, and there, there would just never be that. Floyd would never face that amount of adversity. In, in a fight. And, 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 and Lennox Lewis said before in an interview, they were talking about Floyd being the best of all time. And Lennox was just like, well, he's, he's too, he's too small. I mean, the heavyweight champion is the best. Um, and cause there's no, cause there's, if you're the heavyweight champion, I mean, there's nobody else that can beat you. I mean, you, you, you are welterweight. Plenty of fighters that can beat you. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, I, I, it's, it's hard for, it's hard if, if Floyd and Lennox Lewis sit at a table, it'd be hard for me to see why Floyd can tell him he's a better boxer than him when he says, we can sell this real quick by going <laughs> in the ring. And, and you know, like, 
You know what I mean? Like you, Michael Jordan can't tell can't tell so and so. You tell anybody he's a better basketball player. All right, well, let's go play. You right. know what I mean? And if Floyd would say to any one of these guys, "I'm better than you," well, let's go box. He say, "Well, nah, I can't do that." Yeah, I beat Oscar De La Hoya. You know, you know I would like destroy Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, like, I mean, so anybody you can name, it'd be like I'll absolutely destroy them. Yeah, nah. So I mean, I agree with one. It has to be a heavyweight. So then you start talking about the pound for pound, and I, I mean, again, without even claiming to be a boxing, I'm never claiming that to be my thing. But when you bring up the point that you know Ali was Ali was UConn's women, you know, like. I'll fight anybody, anywhere, anytime, you, you know, and to me, there's a certain cliche that I mean, there's a certain uh respect that comes with that versus Floyd's whole thing, especially the second half of his career is what fight can I get that's going to give me the most amount of money and the least amount of damage? Yep. The, the biggest fight that he would have had of his career would have been Pacquiao, and he drew that out four or five years right. and, 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 and maximized his money on it, made the most amount of money he could have made out of it. And, made, and took the least amount of risk when he had. When Floyd and, and, Floyd and, and, publicly said he, it's not like we, you know, we often in boxing say so and so was ducking so and so. Floyd publicly said, "I didn't want to fight him." He had a reason. Said he didn't think he was clean, mm-hmm. but he said, "What I see right there on television, I don't want any parts of that." And he said, "It's not even." He said, "It doesn't even make sense what he's doing. It don't make sense the way he's walking through people by going up uh, weight division." He said it didn't make sense to him. And he's like, I'm not getting in the ring with that. But then you got a heavyweight, you got a heavyweight guy, you know, who's who's two twenty and got to fight a guy two seventy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you can't even fight a guy five pounds heavier than you, two pounds heavier than you. I mean, that weigh in at, at least. And that's what I'm saying. There will never be a, a way that he can, you know, face that adversity. Right. And he, people get the Ali. Ali gave up. Cassius Clay didn't get hit. Muhammad Ali guy, he went, he went to prison, came back, you know, then took the, the Frazier fight and, and he was basically a show off. He just stood on the ropes and was just letting that man hit him on purpose. Just, just, just try to psych him out. Floyd don't play them kind of games. No, sir. Floyd no. like, and you're not touching me. Nope. And Ali, Ali wanted to psych you out. So yeah, I mean, playing around too much. Ali sat on the ropes. Ali got hit. Be Frazier two more times. He could have won the first fight had he, had he, Took it that seriously, and, and remember, he was he was off for a few years, from um, you know, because he didn't he didn't want to go go into the war, and then after he loses to Frazier, George Foreman beats Frazier as bad as any champion I've ever seen get beat, and then Ali goes to Africa to face that that man, maybe the hardest hitting heavyweight that that we ever seen, and knocks him out. That that win right there alone, you know. I think you do have to give props to credit to the, and or you have to take note that Floyd will have never beaten anybody who probably weighed five pounds more than him, obviously because that's you know that's how they do it those weight classes. That's their division, yeah. But then you look at a guy like Evander Holyfield. Holyfield's probably fought somebody a hundred pounds heavier than him. I absolutely, I absolutely. <laughs> you, you, you know, I mean, like literally, I seen him fight that dude, seven foot three, whatever that you know, that huge guy. Whatever, yeah. like he fought him and almost won. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, man. he fought Mike in his prime. It stood in there with the guy who's, you know, widely regarded as the baddest man on the planet. And he stood in there and, you know, I mean, Holyfield didn't have the power to knock him out, but he took everybody else's best shot. Who? Holyfield. He took everybody's shots. Like, I mean, he. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, ho- I mean even the deforming win. Yeah. The, the, the Riddick, the Riddick Bow win. Riddick Bow was a bad boy. Riddick Bow was twice his size almost. Yeah. Yeah. And, they, and he's in there. Standing toe to toe, trading blows with these guys. And yes. 
and I do respect the boxing that Floyd does. I mean, because if I, me as a boxer, I don't want you to touch me. Right. I mean, I mean you can't but, hate the motto. I but mean, as a fan, you 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 do want to see somebody, you know, throw some punches, put some combinations together, do all all the training you do. You throw punch after punch after punch, but then you get in the ring, you only throw one punch at a time because you just don't want to get hit. And then you got guys who, who, who can do both. You got, you know, guys who, who can throw punches and not get hit. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Well, that is everything. Did you have anything, DJ? No. All right, brother. Well, um, what you guys got this week? What Cincinnati got this week? Memphis Thursday. Okay. Where are you guys ranked now? Um, 15. Okay. Things looking good for you guys over there, then, man. Yeah, All right, yeah. well, thank you, everybody. Go ahead, DJ. Sorry. I just said, getting ready for March. Okay. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Again, um, if you didn't listen earlier, make sure that you check out SNL uh, Heating and Air Conditioning. They are our sponsor. You can go to the Facebook page and uh, check them out, like their page. Um, and we appreciate everybody for listening in. If you didn't get a chance to listen to the whole show, you can go back. It's still on the Players Voice Facebook page. You can listen to us on iTunes, the TuneIn app, and Google Play. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, just type in the Barbershop Players Voice, and you'll see us. Um, again, check us out hopefully next week, and if not, the week after that. But we will see you. See you guys later. Thank you.